0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are in the world. I'm Russell Tovey.
2: And I'm Robert Diamond,
1: And this is TalkArt.
2: Welcome to TalkArt. How
1: are you, Robert?
2: Oh, I'm really good. Yeah? How are you?
1: What? Oh my God, you're asking me how I am. Yes. You're breaking the spell. But
2: how are you?
1: I'm feeling good. I'm feeling...
2: I'm feeling good. Yeah? I'm feeling really great. Are you high? But are
1: you feeling great? (laughs) You're feeling really great.
2: The reason I am so overjoyed today Mm. is twofold. One is... Twofold? Yes. One is is we are being joined... Across the Atlantic mm-hmm. or whatever the ocean is.
1: It's the Atlantic, yeah. <laughs> That's handy. <laughs> it's the I, got it, I got yeah. it right. Yeah. Across the Thames
2: and then the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are being joined waters. by one of the funniest people in the world, in my opinion. Yeah, me And I too. think you IMO. agree. Yeah. yeah. And all the way from Hollywood, Hollywood, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, Hollywood, let's say it's Hollywood anyway. Yeah. All the way from Hollywood. <laughs> um, and the other reason is. Uh, her Instagram has really cheered me up in lockdown and there was a video of her doing just what I just did which Mm -hmm. was like I'm feeling great how are you (laughs) and and I just had to recreate it in a very Uh, poor way but if you want to see the actual one visit her Instagram because it's genius mm -hmm. and today's guest was my favourite character sorry Russell in Looking which was the HBO uh, (laughs) series and honestly like crazy in love with doris Same. i agree i agree
1: this character was my favorite character in the show as well
2: total total so, legend so far <laughs> <laughs> and the great thing about that show is i feel like it's getting better with age in a weird way like i think the as world is yeah exactly we're mm-hmm. looking really great aren't we
3: <laughs> really hot.
2: um actually my hairdresser today told me that i look like i'm 31 and i'm turning 40 and i was like you are staying is he's just the hairdresser for
1: cataracts he's
2: <laughs> 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 he's the new hairdresser for life <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, anyway, so today's uh, guest is an amazing um, actress, comedian, even though I thought you said comedian, but apparently women get called comedians. I didn't know <laughs> that. You didn't know I've never that. seen the word comedian before. I Robert. was like, it's really cool. Yeah. So there's the word I thought
3: people were
1: comedians. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so cool. It's so cool, Rob. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> don't cut it out, it's great. <laughs>
3: oh my god <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? I I know. I uh, anyway. Anyway, anyway.
1: Um uh, yes, this, this 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 amazing woman is uh basically a performance artist, I think, and, and a visual artist themselves, and just very exciting. So please welcome to Talk Art.
2: Welcome l- to Talk Art, <laughs> Lauren
4: Weedman. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's going to be such a letdown after all of that. that is, um,
1: are you in Hollywood uh, or where are you?
4: I'm not in Hollywood, but that's so glamorous. Um, no, I'm in uh, Santa Monica, which is, you know. Oh, it's this, not far uh, though. It's not far. It's not far. I didn't mean to be like, I'm not in Hollywood. I'm actually in the Aspen. Yeah, like I really have an attitude about that. Like, Actually, do one a little of your research, <laughs> one
2: of your videos recently was amazing. It's like you hiking through one of the kind of Californian trails, and you're like, "Look at all this beauty!" And you're like, "I'm not meaning to rub in all my success."
3: It was like, <laughs> "You go,
2: girl!" Oh,
4: that's oh, that's right. I was in the hiking phase of the quarantine, mm. big yeah, time, where I was. Um, there's there's the art phase, and well, I could get to that. And yes. um, then there's the hiking phase. Yeah, thanks for looking at my Instagram. Oh, my God. <laughs> it matters to no,
1: me. it's amazing. Well, let's go straight on <laughs> yeah, to the art. Straight. Well, let's talk about you, Lauren. And mm. on your website, you have mm-hmm. stated that you are a performance
4: artist. Mm, sure, why not? What does it matter? Um, yeah, <laughs> I may have said that. It's always that people are with the intro stuff – because I'm introduced everywhere I go, of course. Yeah. Every restaurant. I'm like, how would you like to be introduced before you walk in? <laughs> like, I'd like to be a, um, a comedic, uh, no, um, Comedian. performance yeah. artist, only because I, I, I don't know what to... Because if I say artists, it seems like it's just visual sometimes for people. or some, You know, got they it. immediately assume... You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really... I haven't really figured that out. I've got time.
1: You've got time? Because there's an amazing sequence on there, which is the city of Eau Claire opening dance which i found moving magical and genius i've written down and i found it and and it was part of a series that you were doing in, in in different cities right
4: yes i had this idea that i was going to um go to a city and they're called the city shows and i would go someplace and then i would write a play it was mostly improv usually but um that would start from like the moment i got on the plane till i got on stage and i was just going to experience whatever the city was and then th- but then try to find a story like figure and always inserting myself like it was usually like you know i've i've just like my husband just had sex with a babysitter what is it going to be like in boise you know like it's <laughs> it's always like some kind of like what's going on with me in the city but, yes and i was doing that because there were, were like quick fun gigs cuz yeah. i and i could travel and get out and it was almost like being in your 20s again were you Well, for me, at least, where someone's like, hey, man, I collect license plates. I'm like, no way. Can I see them? And then you could go and not think, well, this looks... You know, if I did that now, it would look like I was... there's a drug problem or something. <laughs> you know, like, no. if, you, if you do it with the show, it just was so fun to be able to take different people's... I could do anything. You know, I would go in the paper and find, like, uh, you know, if they were doing, like, I don't know, corny stuff like meditating with horses or something like that. Yeah. All that kind of shit. Was, was, so it was... Um, Super, and there was no rules. You didn't set any fun.
1: rules for yourself. You were like, I'm just going to go with my instincts here.
4: Yes. And the only rule was that I was not going to do what whoever booked me told me to do. Because a lot of times, like, if a school would book me or a theater, they would be like, you've got to. First of all, you started my Uncle Joe's because he's got stories about his track. Like, anytime somebody was trying to tell me what to do, like, <laughs> who was a part of the, you know, the the pro Crowbar into the business narrative. Part, right, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want. The, I was very like, you know, like don't you tell me. I only do what I instinctually want. And tonight, I'm just going to look at bars, whatever. No, I mean, I was <laughs> trying to make sure it was always like being connected to what I wanted to do. How many cities did you do? Um, nine hundred and seventy, <laughs> and I did that. And no, I've done like four, um, no, uh, six maybe. It's always like just, and it's also exploiting the fact. It's how I rehearsed for I do solo theater stuff, which sounds as annoying as it is. No. And um I oh that's nice. I oh, forgot I'm not talking to um, I'm not in LA because I here if you do solo theater, people are like, Me too. Um, <laughs> mine's about like not matter what it is, like, mine is too. I'm adopted. And like, oh my God, this is uh, um, a. <laughs> yeah. we're the same person. Yeah. But um yeah, it was it was the same the city how I create a show is usually out of a lot of Improv and just and stories and ta- you know uh, uh, I don't know and if I find music or whatever I would also put that in the the uh, basically finding things like the idea of just going out and just like and, and whatever I find I'm gonna somehow I'm gonna believe it has even if I don't know why mm-hmm. if it appeals to me like if it's an if you, even if it's an object but mostly it's music or people um, I th- will throw it in to the show.
1: But have you ever considered? Coming to London and doing one or doing a city in Europe.
4: Oh, please do. Yeah. I'm we so, so here. busy. That's a, I'm just so busy. <laughs> no. I, yeah, of course. And, and it, because it's all about who pays me, though. I'm kind of a whore like that. Right. Um, <laughs> it's about who sets up. Because people are always like, well, you should do, you know, have you ever thought, have you should come stay in our place in southern France? I'm like, that would be great. Can you get me there? <laughs> um, so wonderful invitations. It's just a matter of, of getting, I'm not good with money. Um, uh, and the drug problem. Um, <laughs> we definitely need to organize a one. A one. We need to get show. you to London to do that. would
3: be love
1: Incredible. That. Once everything's oh, once yeah, we're all out of lockdown and quarantine. Let's and actually organize
4: that. Cause that would be so be hilarious. Good. That would be so. And I also, my my kid also needs um, a few surgeries, and I'm wondering if you could help with that too. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> tell me, we'll talk afterwards. I just there's something about the way he runs that I don't like, and I just know of one little knee surgery and he'd mm-hmm. be perfect. Yeah, so right. I actually watched um, one of your one
2: of your stand up kind of one woman shows on uh, YouTube, and. Uh, I I really connected with you on on a big level, which is the idea that you didn't necessarily grow up loving being cuddled or that kind of thing where people hug it out and they're like, hey, how are you? And then give you a hug. I loved hearing you speak about that and holding hands and the whole thing. It's total genius.
4: Oh, it's hard it's so it's it's a, yeah i think i'm getting better cuz i'm a mom so you have to sort of like love you good night <laughs> you know what i mean you have to you know open your heart Tradition, a bit yeah. so it's not so right. but i it, it was it was for a long time where the, the, my joke was always, or, or people, when, when I would hug them, I would always pat them like, like they're on fire or something, like on their back, pat, 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 pat. Like I would never just relax into somebody. Like I have so many, like my lesbian friends in Seattle who get very mad that I refer to them as my lesbian friends in Seattle. Um, I'm like, but you are, right? You're lesbians, you're in Seattle. What else do you want to be? That sounds you want like an even yeah. <laughs> No, lesbians in Seattle. Yeah, that's better. That is a good one. Yeah. I'm gonna write that down. Um, but, but they, they crawl up and they are the most physical. Like they can't. They're Lesbian constantly holding hands. Yeah, yes, right. and just leaning on each other and just up. Everyone's like, I'll be in your uterus now, and now you lay in my uterus. <laughs> just so inside each other and so comfortable with that and I I'm and I'm always was the one who was like I'm fine in this chair and they're like well, there's room on the couch and I'm like no I already sat down like, <laughs> just so. so you mean you're not good with um uh, like what, I mean like in relationships are you like Rob. Oh, oh I I'm,
2: I'm I'm fine in with if I'm in a relationship but not not with strangers. And I've actually just met a friend of Russell's recently in Margate called Jerry and he's really like kind of huggy tactile. and tactile because he's a choreographer and been a dancer. So we went out the other night Ooh. with his friends and he's like it with them and everybody. He's just very sort of like
4: huggy kind of person. And I just freeze. I'm just like I can't I can't I just do it. it. When do you stop holding hands with somebody you're not? When you're, you know, when like a friend holds your hand or somebody like like grabs your hand, like ah, uh, like and then you're sitting there with holding hands. Still, exactly. Like I, how I long start do you hold spiraling. hands for? Yes, yeah, where I'm like, oh, oh I'm gonna god. let go now. I'm gonna itch my nose, or I'm gonna reach for something, or God, they're yeah. gonna think I let go. Or, I hope they don't think I don't. Yeah, it's very neurotic. <laughs> oh um, my god. But yeah, I don't like it. Do you I mean, see? I'm getting used to not being touched. But go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you do you see? Um, your uh comedy and comedy in general as an art form and spoken word do you do you you feel like it's an art form
4: well i got my degree in comedy as a no i'm just trying to think of something to say that was Uh. um no in fact even the comedy part for the longest time like and still actually when people are like i saw your well i'm not mad at you robert because you can't do anything wrong um thank you just because you're gay i'm sorry to be so general (laughs) um but uh it's when people would say stand up i was like stand up do i seem that needy like am i that annoying like and and people <laughs> constantly will will think i'm doing you know like uh, that was my when i lived in new york city i remember i the first job i got on the daily show and i was like i've i am i funny enough to be on that show and i went and got i went to a bodega to buy some gum or something and the way I ordered it, the guy, whatever I said, which was, I'm sure, hilarious, um, he was like, you're a stand-up, you're a stand-up. And I, and I remember thinking, like, God, it, I, I guess I just have it in me. I just am, there's a, uh, but I don't, I don't understand what that, I'm not, I've never crafted a comedy. Do you mean I've never put an act together for uh-huh. laughs? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I haven't thought, like, how people work on their stand-up act. And I've, I've been in stand-up shows, but usually I just get up there and react to everything um, have a little anxiety attack and and then get off stage and then people are like wow <laughs> that was raw, um, <laughs> so I don't I don't I guess it's an art form but I'm I've never I don't go comedy first I always just think like and bear with me but truth first I just think I want to be mm. honest about stuff you know. And, of course, laughing is... is I just love laughing. <laughs> <It's> the <laughs> most annoying sentence ever. I was just trying to be annoying. I love laughter. And I like making my hands go real wide up in the sky, too. <laughs> you know, I've, I, I'm, um, uh, I don't know if it's an, an art form. It certainly helps connect with theater and stuff. Like, that was... No matter what, you can get into so many subjects if you're... If pe- people trust you, if you can make them laugh. Right. And so that's been very helpful because I've, I've never wanted to be only in comedy. That's why. Yeah. So I in, like a, in a way, it's
2: more like improvisation then or something. It's like it's oh, like yes. a skill, isn't yes. it? Like an acting skill, I guess.
4: I guess so. Yes, yeah. so I never I'm really bad at writing grants. And that will that's because of this problem right now. Because they're like, describe why you do. And I'm like, I don't know. What do you think? Oh, what? Like applying for
2: grants? Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Bear.
4: Describe your to describe your work. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. like, uh, Connection. Uh, don't want to die alone. Um, <laughs> uh, hate myself. Uh, I'll, I'll hate me more than you'll hate me. Um, look at me. And good night. Like, I don't know how or always why I've, I um, I do things. Sure. Besides the connection. So, and the, so you know. a big
2: other side of your life is making art. And in lockdown, mm-hmm. you've really gone to town with incredible... Yes. Um, volume
4: of paintings yeah. you've been painting like one a day <laughs> doesn't it seem like a a? you know what i've got to stop saying that i i find it, talking about the 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 painting that i've been doing over like the last like i guess almost a year now that i've like started to mm. be into it so much yeah and i feel like painting almost like i do talking about my son where it's like because i love them both so much i get kind of like yeah so what yeah they're dumb don't worry about it stupid like it's so vulnerable to talk about almost right and when right. people try to Like I paint in my garage and uh, God forbid, like someone will see me and be like, what's going on in there? You know, I've got an uncle who paints and will come in and try to see what I'm doing. And then I watch them try to find a painting that they like because I've got them all hung on the walls like, oh, I like, um, uh, oh, is that one yours? Like, no, that's my son's. Oh, okay. I like um, (laughs) that one. I'm like no, that's just a part of a bicycle that I'm taking <laughs> That's not a painting, and they're like, "Well, it's good for you, good for you for painting." You know, so I get—I hate when people come in to look at it. But um, yes, yes, I've started but you, painting. But you like I, your
1: own work, like you—you you look at your own paintings.
4: Sometimes I love doing it. Yeah. Um, and some I'm really happy with. Yeah. And I and I I just so love the process, and I so love the um, the starting with nothing and seeing what happens because I'm not a uh I don't I don't know how to draw, I don't know how to sketch or anything. I'm no I'm not trained. Um so I just it's mostly about the paint and about like what I always want something to appear. Like it's like tea leaves or something. You know, mm-hmm. it's a lot of just messing around with paint and then all of a sudden I'll be like, oh my God, it's a chapel and it's the Dalai Lama come to like it's and then it's only that for two seconds and then it's something else and I like mm-hmm. to yeah, mess with it until it's satisfying, I guess. And I was uh and I've been doing it started off going. I went to the. I would go to the Goodwill, the you know thrift stores, and yeah. I would find these uh, canvases that were like half done by by people. Clearly, been in, you know took an art class or you know uh, decided to take it up and didn't finish it. Mm. And then there'd be really just sort of awful, kind of looking like child paintings and stuff. And I was like, I'm going to finish the conversation. I'm going to support that artist that didn't support themselves. <laughs> wow. And I'm going to continue on. Like I was. Like like that's gift. how it first started. Yeah. yeah yeah, that's what I'm going to give to people. And so then I, and then I would give them away. At, I would do these cabaret shows and I would give them away to, to um, people and I'd force them to carry really large, like they wouldn't want them. You can tell sometimes they were like, that's okay, can I get a book? And I'm like, listen, I need some room in my garage. Take this. And I make them take really large paintings that have to carry around all night with them and, stuff.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and a lot of And um, a lot of the more recent ones you've been making, they they the, the face seems to appear a lot. So you've had a lot of, uh, would are they actually like you or who are Everyone these Everyone listening
1: should go on their Instagram now and look <clears throat> yes. at, at this one is titled, at this one is titled, and this is Lauren Weedman's sister Instagram titled. page, which yep. has all of the works. So as we're talking about this, you should pull them up and then you'll know what we're talking about. But yes, Rob was saying Dude. that there's a, they're, they're figurative. They're very figurative, these works.
4: And very colourful as well, joyful. They are, they are. Again, I'm not, I, I felt... Um, when I when I put it on the Instagram, I, I did it at, at friends urging because I really was of the belief of like, I'm going to make these and I'm going to give them to people. Like, I'm just going to give them away. It doesn't, I'm not going right. to, it seems bizarre. And I had, I also had the voice. I have some pretty like snooty art friends and who I love dearly. Um, but they... Are they lesbians one in Seattle as well or not? <laughs> no, they're gays in London. Lesbians in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> Lesbies in Seatown. town And um, they, at one point, some of them, my friend George, there, his name is out. George uh, came my garage and he was like, I talked about whether I should sell them. And I was like, hey, if I, you know, do you think I should ever sell any of these, for, like really low price, like at my shows? And he was like, I don't know if you want to cheapen your brand, like kind of stay in your lane. Like, you know what you do. And if you start to paint like then almost like fully do that or don't fully do it Mm. and don't. And that's, then I was like, he's right. He's right. He's right. He's a good dresser. I trust him. (laughs) Um, And then I uh, since then have uh, sort of got rid of that voice in my head. Mm -hmm. And the, the portrait things I've been doing are kind of what my obsession has always been because of um, you people the the museum in, um, isn't there, in London, the Portrait Museum is that
1: still there? National Portrait Museum, yeah, National Portrait Gallery. Yes. Yeah.
4: Yes. I went there when I was like twenty-three when I was living in Amsterdam, and I. Oh, cool. That museum. Oh my God, William Blake's death mask was like, oh fucking yeah, like yeah. oh so sexy. Um, I loved that museum. Did you, was you there and, by
1: yourself? How did how did you stumble across the MPG?
4: Yeah, I was by myself. Yeah. So what? <laughs> no, not what I mean, like. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was alone. You're like, what, what, what did you weigh back then? What, 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 what do you. How'd you tip the scales then, Lauren? I was heavier. Um, in fact, my whole time in London was me walking around covered in um, the crumbs of the. Uh, 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 biscuit crumbs, right? Because I'd never had English biscuits before and so yeah. everywhere I went I just had, I, I remember looking down at my winter coat and there were just crumbs all down the front of me because I was constantly like sticking a cookie in my mouth every time.
1: <laughs> what biscuits were they? they're you delicious. Can you remember the, what brand? The class,
4: the hobnob stuff. Uh,
3: the oh chocolate my God, hob-nobs. I knew that was coming. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yes, but I'd hob-nobs never had no? them. Hob-nobs. Oh, and, and they're so crumbly. You know, mm. like you take one bite and crumble down the front and, mm-hmm. but it was, but I loved that museum and I was a, I'm a, and Because I was sort of analyzing it, thinking about being on the podcast. I was so excited I got to I get to talk about it. And um, I was uh, thinking about how, oh, my God, it's so corny, but Van Gogh's face. his Those when I was in the Van Gogh Museum and seeing his self-portraits, which in I know Amsterdam, are like... In
1: Amsterdam, this is, right? Yes, yes,
4: yes. And I know it's such a, you know, like, buy a mug then, Lauren, if you're into Van Gogh. Like, there's min- a lot of his work on there. But they really are so good. And so, and that's what I wanted. That's not... That, that's a bit of a, I guess, of a, of an influence. But I just love people's faces, and I always tend to always do that. Maybe because I thought it was because it was easy. I assume everything I do is because I'm lazy. I'm like, oh, you just do that because you're tired. But isn't, um, that, isn't that what people
1: know. sort of ignore the things that come easy to them because they think, oh, everyone can do this, and then you realize later on that no, that's your gift. Yeah, exactly. And it isn't easy for
3: everyone oh. else.
4: Yeah, that's what, I, I, need, I need to write that down, mm-hmm. dear Laura. Remember. <laughs> I think uh, we both we like, learned si- that You sitting th- in a chair seems easy. <laughs> but, sorry, go ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? Looking at your paintings, though, there's, there's something really Tim Burton about them. And they also look like <laughs> these kind of sewn or stitched fabric. Like the yeah, paint, definitely. The yeah. way you have these lines that go around them, it's like they're stitching or quilting going through these paintings. And I don't know if you've even realised that, but this line making that goes through them. There's, a, really, texture, there? like there's a, a texture, isn't it? Like a yeah, texture, yeah. It yeah. makes me think of The Nightmare Before Christmas. You know, like the kind yes, of that, the yeah. costumes out of that and, and, and Jack the Pumpkin King. It's like you have these that energy is going into these works. Did you, are, there, are any things like that oh. influences?
4: That's really well, I have um a book of Tim Burton's I have drawings by him. Right. In book. I have a lot of him and David Lynch. i yeah, I'm right. a big fan mm. of his stuff too. Um but but yeah, that that um the I, I, I paint on the super, super... Uh, it's trans... It's, um, what's it called when you're tracing paper? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. super thin. And so, and I do layer and layer and wipe it off and wipe it off and wipe it off. In fact, and my son is always... He'll come in when I'm first starting to work sometimes and he'll be like, Stop now, Mama. Stop now. Like, it was good. Don't do anything else. And then mm-hmm. he'll come back later and he'll be like, Oh, you just couldn't... St- you ruined it. And I'm like, You know what? I don't want to have a child. And I don't want to... <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I have to. He's here. I get it. I see it through. I'm not going to lie. But, um, uh, yeah. It's it, yeah. I don't know. All these things. I've just i, I got obsessed with this glossy, that gloss you can put the stuff you add to paint to make it thinner and glossier and stuff. Oh, Gel. Yeah. Um, I guess it is. What's it called? No terps. Is it or no? Is the thing it? Is, I, don't know. I
2: I don't know because I've never made art. Yeah. I only I only love it. You I haven't? Never actually, no, never. N- never drawn. Never. I stopped at the age of ten or something or eleven or something. <gasps> In, yeah, from this not,
4: podcast, you uh, haven't had a moment of like, I think I'd like to like, have some. More oh, outdoors. actually,
2: during, no, you know what? During lockdown, we did Instagram Live and we but I got forced into making some drawings and I didn't know what I was doing. I just felt so helpless. I felt yeah, lost did you make? You didn't did you make. We drew pictures of like Madonna. Oh, I mean, yeah. it was really yeah. ludicrous and ridiculous. But um, yeah, mine were no way as good as what, you know, you're actually an artist. I'm kind of yeah, embarrassed even amazing. talking about
4: it. I don't know. I feel like when I have people over, because I, I, like for my birthday and for I did try to I don't call them anything cute like it's sipping whatever people do and they have art parties though I shouldn't make fun of that (laughs) Mm -hmm. do you know what I'm talking about when like no
2: having like a private view like a viewing like a like like a a private private view of the exhibition or something
4: no of like no this is way less way less exciting I meant like sometimes you like like the housewives in Santa Monica will be like, oh, yes, painting. Like, I'm going to have a paint party. Um, I hired someone yeah. to, a, you know, arrange it. And my friends are going to come over. And it's called a sip and paint. And we're going to sip wine and paint. And I'm like, I'm oh not fucking God. going to that. Um, yeah, I- I've like never heard hair. of that
2: here. I mean, I want that to be happening here. That sounds so glamorous.
4: You're <laughs> right. Sound- oh, really?
2: <laughs>
3: oh,
4: <laughs> to me, I was just like, you, you can like, I'll just. Death. Oh, totally. With the Santa Monica, with these. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, bless their hearts. Uh, they're all good people getting so many procedures done. They're exhausted. Mm-hmm. But they, many I, I, so many paintings. So many paintings on their face. But I I have people over, when I have friends over who say they painted or been artists in their lives at any point or went to school for it, I'm like, well, let's paint. Like, let's just do something. And people get so uh, stressed out by it. And I will, I have this like, everybody can. We can all, Every it's in everybody, right? It's like dancing. It's mm-hmm. like, it may not be exactly what it's supposed to look like, but you could just, just do it. Just trust. It's all, I mean, that's what i did i just trusted that i I just wanted to do it yeah you know i I had i had a desire to and then i had an artist friend who was like don't take any classes just learn as you go yeah self-talk you're you're an
1: outsider artist an outlier artist art brute you're part of that conversation lauren
4: that's what my brother told me yeah he was like you got to google that because that's what your art is you're outsider and i was like perfect that's always where i've been yeah i didn't have have time to google it it's It's interesting though because lauren
2: you were talking about truth in acting um you know and in performing as a performance artist but but I, I feel like your work's very authentic and it has a real genuine emotional connection that i i get as a viewer yeah. there's a kind of intensity well, di- there's
1: a direct eye line as well to yeah the there viewer. is yeah they, 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 you're very they're very confrontational and they look at you and they're, they're not like shy. they're like not shy the characters are never shy
2: they're very emotional aren't they as yeah. well they're kind of like charged yeah i think that's the word
4: that You know, that Murray Bartlett, who, who was in, um, looking with yeah. us, you know, who played my, my friend, that he, he was like, well, yeah, we want to buy one of your paintings, but maybe one that's not so stressed. Right. <laughs> and he was like, when you're, maybe when you do another series, and, and a couple of people were like, I don't know if I want that in my house. It's a little, it's intense. Like, they look like they're, and I'm like, well, yeah, you know, there's a pandemic. Um, and so I think I was, you know, somewhat, I was a little bit, yeah, on a t- tiny bit stressed out. How often do you paint? Um... Whenever I, well, I just I, I it, it depends. It depends on on acting and stuff. If I'm not mm-hmm. acting, I will do it, uh, it. It's so perfect to do when you're. Uh, I'm a. I don't know if I mentioned I'm adopted and a single mother. So mm-hmm. there's that. I know. I just thought people are really really stunned by the load I have to carry. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. So I. But I am. So I'm. Uh, so being alone here with. Well, he, I'm not alone. My kid is here. I've tried to count him, and I. Uh, <laughs> It's good because I can. It gives me. The, it's something I can do here, right? To to create stuff, and I because I was doing music for a while, but that was loud. So the painting, I would say, I'd do it maybe three days a week. But if I get going, I would do it all. I wish I could do it all the time. Like, that would be how
1: how, how long perfect. does a paint each painting take?
4: It it depends. It just it's it was good for the i the series that I did that I started with for um, this one is titled was one a day, and that was just to keep me from uh, obsessing a Mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. And so going back on, it's like, I'm just going to do them and blah, blah, blah. And it just was a, yeah. And, and to sort of see what would develop, like what, what, what do I want to do? Like, do I have some sort of style on this or what is, and so um, that was, now I say they take me maybe three or four days, but again, it's how many hours I have. And truly it is about, I guess it's true for everybody. I'm like, you tell, you get it just right. Like it's the process of it is so um, fun That, like, uh, wiping things off, and uh, that word wipe is gross, but, um, like, wiping something off and starting again, is or wiping off something to see what appeared underneath it, I find that to be so satisfying and calming.
2: Um, I'm really into this idea of the process as well, and and that somehow... somehow <laughs> oh my god stop you're making me laugh t- i don't face normally face. record looking at him and it's just too much she's me laugh. totally
1: fine Laura, don't worry
2: i really like this I idea really of the process as well i just
4: i didn't know it was about to happen. <laughs> i just thought this cannot happen today why is this happening to me i just i'm sorry i've been through a lot so, the process yes <laughs> <laughs> okay, <on>. I'm done. <laughs> Are
1: you done? No, you're talking about the process. I
2: really like this idea of the process as yeah. well because um, I was watching Grayson Perry's uh, TV show, which somehow I missed during lockdown. Um, he did the British. Do you know British Grayson
1: Perry, Lauren? No, oh, so Grayson a, and Perry. Grayson Perry. Yeah, he's a, yes. a, he's a, you do know him.
4: Say it though. I said, I do this all the time. I'm like, oh, absolutely. No, I don't.
2: He's, yeah. a, he's a very well known British artist, British and, potter. And he
4: makes pots
2: and he's really interested in outside art. And his as style
1: well. is very out. He's, he's on the inside, he's trained, but he has a self taught art brew, outsider art element to his work.
2: And he made this amazing series during lockdown, like, I don't know how many times a week, but it, it's all about comedians and actors and different people, friends of his coming in and making art for a day who don't normally make art. And it became very much about this idea of the process Mm. and that the making is the most important thing. Mm. Because as you were saying, some people get so terrified by just putting pen to paper, me included. Mm. But when you do it, how kind of healing it can be for mental health. And it was a programme, you know, designed, it's very similar in a way to what you were doing with your brilliant kind of sharing of all your imagery during lockdown because yeah. I think it a it communicates and brings people hope but at the same time for you it must be a great thing me- mentally to like free yourself up
4: yeah it is it's it um i you know i i so get locked down in the doing of it like i've I've gotten a lot of listening to your guys podcasts those those three I've listened to, but I'm a, but I love it. Four I'd say, but, um, but I Doo- love it. It's still my favorite. Um, but I, uh, I uh, that sounded so not how I meant to sound. I was anyway. Um, uh, what all of a sudden I'm like I can I have to go. I'm, okay, I'm- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had oh an anxiety attack on the show. Like, um, just click. Um, but I'm not good about. T- I'm always have a hard time talking about how I do things, and I guess I just. So enjoy the doing of it that and I, I remember being at this McDowell Arts Colony, kind of really wonderful, like this place in New Hampshire where where artists go to work, you know, they get mm. fellowships to go there. And it's very prestigious and fantastic. And I um, was the only one from L.A. And, uh, and the you, way got, you got a fellowship to go table, there.
1: They invited you there and paid for I, you
4: did. But I wow. won it because I would have never um, applied myself. I just would never have thought to do that. And I I won a, an award for this uh, solo show I did about working in like the LA County jails. And, and so the award was a fellowship. And when I went there, I could, everybody was so kind of, um, they weren't awful to me, but you could, there was a lot of talk about, Lauren's from LA. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> and I mispronounced a word the first night at the dinner table. I said, I uh, I think I can't remember. It was like I said chafing or chafing wrong. I was like, somebody said they rode their bike a lot that day. And I was like, you must be so chafed or chafed. Mm
0: -hmm. What is
4: it? What do you guys say? Chafed. Chafed. Chafing, right. Mm -hmm. I must have said chafed. Mm -hmm. Something that was like so dumb, dumb. And the whole table, like all these Pulitzer Prize winning, you know, opera. Everyone's like, (laughs) boom, like the table went. And I was like, did I just mispronounce a word at this very (laughs) incredible table of great minds and bright people? (laughs) And they were like, she's from L.A. <laughs> and, I was, and I was talking about TV at one point, which made me even more like, you know, like, ugh, the dum-dum at the end and, uh, at the end of the table. And, but then when they saw my show, because um, we had to share what we were working on and, you know, uh, show off to each other and stuff. And uh, after that, suddenly everybody was, I was, you know, got to sit at the cool table. But I don't know how to talk about it. You know what I mean, I wasn't able to... Well, but this was, I, I didn't this was art
1: that you'd made that you were showing them.
4: Yes. Wow. Yes. Not. Not. Not visual art. It was a solo show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a solo show, but just the way that they. I just realized because I had didn't go to uh, uh, school for this. That I was a lot of them were from academia, yeah. and I'm not. And so as I'm like you know telling stories about oh, I had a threesome in Amsterdam and then I shit my pants anyway. I'm an artist, and they're like, oh okay, like like it doesn't like you don't come across this one.
0: Um,
4: so. That part, I don't know what my point is, but um, I guess what are just talking about it. I was like, oh, my point Well, it's the fact but that, it's the yes, fact that your,
1: talent, love- your talent was the thing is the thing that gets you through. It's and your, also, it's that's your, that that's your way of communicating.
2: Yeah. So you don't need to inter- over-intellectualize it or verbalize it You don't it need all. to impress people. And in, in a way, a that's the most that's 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 important right thing, that's that's thing, Lauren, surely, is <laughs> show people the work and let the work do the talking. Thank
4: you. That's, that's kind of I how I feel. Yet... I get so I'm comforted listening to artists talk about their process. I love it. Mm, yeah. So I'm uncomfortable with it, I guess. But I truly do. I mean, oh God, show me a documentary about an artist. And oh, I love yes. it. I just want to hear how they're doing. Oh, please suffer a little. Mm. Um, so <laughs> I do. I'm not against it or anything. And but yes, it's when, very calming. Yeah. When did
2: art come yeah. into your life? Like, did you start making art when you were younger?
4: Um, like no. in your childhood, or or did it come no. to you later? No, I've always been more uh, music and uh, writing, and then the painting truly came from being a single mom and feeling like I have to make something. Like I, there are days when if I go do a job, if it's a Guest spot on TV or something. If I go more than two days not having made something, Mm. and I don't cook, so I can't be like, ah, that's where I unwind is in the kitchen. Like I don't have that. (laughs) Um, I, I feel not right. And if I can just have my own burst of getting out, whatever I don't know, I'm happy. And so that's where the, yeah. And I know it's so basic, but man, it's it's uh, I'm I'm like as work has started to. Uh, happen a little bit mm. which i'm so glad for of course but also it's like oh damn it i was really going to try to paint hands today you know so <laughs> it's getting in the way of my do you think do you um, think you're going
1: to raise your prices soon because on at this one is titled you're selling your paintings originals by lauren at yeah. 200 <laughs> each
4: 200 dollars <laughs> each yes they are this steel. is another issue Yes, this is, this oh it's for my documentary After I Die, when they're like, and she only sold them for $200. Or gave them away. And gave them away, exactly. Um, She paid people to, um, I had the same, this comes up all the time, I have friends who are like, why are you selling them for that? I'm like, because I want, well, this is why. Like, I had two people reach out to me who really liked some of the paintings. And one of them is a, she's a preschool teacher who lives in, Seattle. And um, she, <laughs> I'm <a lesbian>. uh, <laughs> big she was like, I love that. She had such a strong reaction to it. And she asked, she didn't, she goes, What's the, what's the, what are the prices? And I hadn't priced them yet. And when I told her, I think I said like 400. And I felt like just mired in guilt because I just wish I could give them to people. And I was like, Is like 400? And she was like, Oh, shoot. Um, but, you know, not right now, but maybe next time. Let me know. I just love them. And that's all it took. And I was like, you are be receiving a painting by the end of today and oh. I'm going to build you a library. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But like, it, I can't, it, if anybody wants it and money's an issue, that, I'm not good with that. And that's why I, it's so great in acting, right, to have a manager or agent to mm. deal with that because mm. I'm immediately like giving it away. Mm. Um, so I, maybe I'll raise my prices. I think you should. Um, I have another round of paintings I'm going to, put up but i just feel weird to but you know there's some artists
2: who who do um kind of like parts of their work which they always keep at a certain price what's his name noel um he shows with uh, mckenna noel mckenna exactly australian yes yeah. so noel mckenna does these tiles ceramic tiles which are really beautifully painted i'll put some on the instagram when we put this episode out and he sells them i think always for 500 euros and he never puts the price up so they, they forever even the those paintings have to them, yeah exactly paintings to allow people to thousands. always have access whereas the paintings might sell for pounds or even more twenty thousand yeah. pounds but he actually has deliberately done that and i think that's so cool because like you say there's so many people out there who want to connect with the work and actually mm. live with it. Mm. So I think you should still have yes. some at $200 though, because it's great. I mean, it's brilliant.
0: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkled down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door.
4: All I know is, that if you think about um, even like it was like TV, right? Like the first season of a show, and where nobody's got money, and we're all just making money for the first time, and yeah. everybody's so dear and so um, happy to be there. And then as soon like the second season comes in, and and people come back, and they've got like new teeth, and they've got like you know better pants on, and they're and then suddenly they're starting to create a lifestyle they have to keep, you know, uh, they start taking jobs to to be able to pay the mortgage, right, or to keep up their to pay their bills,
0: mm. and I
4: just Never wanted to get to the point of, of creating something and thinking about money behind it. Just yeah. stops my. I just can't. I just like boop. That's my losing my erection noise. Boop. Um, that's the noise. And makes I know it's so more it. of like a thump or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I can't just. Than that, yeah. It's been so long since I've seen that. Like not because really, it's a really bassy, bassy. Oh knock. my god, stop!
3: <laughs> oh my god.
2: It's a, a bit knock. like searching for Sugar man I just saw that film for the first time, searching for Sugarman, Sugar man. who was the guy who was famous in um, South Africa, but no one had told him. And then and he's a songwriter. Yeah, the songwriter. And his yeah. songs
1: were making loads of money, but they didn't tell him. Well, he making millions of those sounds of it what was he what was his job no he was
2: working on like um construction building building sites yeah yeah. and then even when he found out and he went on this big tour in south africa he actually just gave all the money to his family and didn't take any of the money himself and has just maintained his very frugal wonderful happy existence Mm. and it's a really good message i mean i I respect it is a good message
4: i don't mean to sound also like i'm not here's the other thing is that it's 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 also about um I'm alone all the time. Like I'm I'm so uh you know more isolated of course than normal. And I'm because I'm on my own. If I had if I had a partner, if I was around friends who were like okay, you're like the fact I even got the Instagram going was because of one person who came over and was like you need to get a what are you doing? You and, and this told me what to do. And mm. I was like okay, I'll do everything she said. And so because I don't have any influences, you know I me, mean? I don't talk to people about it so much. Mm. And LA is not necessarily a hotbed of of um uh, the well, it is actually of amazing art. I'm just not around them. Like I'm in Santa Monica with my son, right, yeah, sending him yeah, to sc- yeah. now take him through school. So I don't have the influences, I guess, of people going like, "Yes, you should," or, you know, or sort of. Um, mm. It's always good to have one champion in your life, right, who's mm. telling you like. You are a good dancer. Well, so we, you get out champion. there, Molly. Well, we love you. We're your champion. We
1: love what we're you're doing. Swat, swat. Right. Oh,
4: I don't mean. Uh, do you guys feel sorry for me now? Was no, I, like, I don't oh, have anybody. <laughs> no one believes in me, and I'm going to charge fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pay. I'm them, so but, depressed. Yeah. Oh, oh, I just realized that's how I sound like, and I'm dumb. Like you're very. This is what, this is what's going to happen after this podcast. I'm going to get like you're very self deprecating. Stop it. You're very pretty in that golden light.
1: Um, <laughs> um, no, I. I oh. that, that's why I wanted to talk to you. Obviously, we we became. Uh, work colleagues and friends from looking best which, friends, best friends, and yes, I, I, and you, you are my favourite character in it. And I was always gutted that I think we had like two scenes together, which was a passing. Line at one yes. point, and I was always very upset about that. And then the other guys got
2: got way more um Doris time. Murray, well, they were Graf best friends, Jonathan. Murray, well, everyone,
1: yeah. yeah they like, all I, got when way I was more the outsider time. kind of circling around. So you
4: were the outlier then, totally. right? I was the outlier then. But <laughs> oh, it's totally. Like, yeah, and then I Russell desperate. would get dropped off by his car service, and we'd be like, Here he comes, everybody. There's <laughs> that uh, <laughs> like, English actor.
2: Oh, I and, would uh, be pushing
1: Andrew Haig and Michael Lannon just to put scenes in with Kevin and Doris, but <laughs> oh. it never really happened. But I think you, I mean, I don't think we've ever properly broken it down. I think I've DM'd you about it. But I think in that show in our show looking, you're just so magnificent. and
4: Oh, thank you.
1: And just beyond. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like now people are still discovering it. And I feel like now if that show come out, it would have had a different reaction now because people are ready for that. When we brought it out, yes. we were so ahead of the game. yeah, And people just weren't,
4: open to it which is so crazy isn't it so weird to think like it was was like eight seven years ago eight years ago um yes i i that show um mattered um to me and so i think that was the the that was the problem like never love because it'll be taken away again so (laughs) negative but um it's it, it was first of all to be acting with um just having nothing but gay men around a few straight ones but whatever (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, it was so.
4: That is a really like a warm bath of just like oh thank you, I can. and not to deal. There was no usually there's one crazy person right mm-hmm. on every or there's one person and you're like oh god here comes uh, uh, uh. Um, and we really it, well there's one person but um, was, was <laughs> a really nice environment to work and it was just every and there was no pressure on me like nobody was focused on me that much because it was all about the boys. I felt like I could just be completely my myself and it was so uh it let me improv so much mm-hmm. and you were so much, you were uh,
2: very very natural in it and I, I said to Russell tonight before we did it like every time you come on screen for me you light up the screen like you have a star quality yeah, that is rare like not every actor has that like even great actors don't have it and I, I think you definitely have it and the funniest thing is recently when you've been doing Instagram I know you don't post all the time to Lauren Weedman, but you occasionally post your videos of you driving in the car mm. I just think you light up the screen mm. like I, I love watching you <laughs> like true. And I, I really want to see you more in, in things because I just, yeah, you're brilliant. That's, so anyway, that's my little fanboy so gay moment. Thank <laughs> you. I, I appreciate <laughs> I do
4: get the, um, I, I maybe I should maybe not get so, uh, like, this should not be maybe be, like my total identity is about, like, people are always like, you don't get, why don't I see you more? Like, it's always, um, uh People, I, I, people don't always know me, right? So when I go into work as well, it's always sort of a like outsider underdog. They're always surprised, like, "Well, that was really good," or like, "Well, that was mm-hmm. really odd. Like, they're always so. Um, I haven't done a, a ton since. I mean, I've done a lot of little guest stars, but I never. It's been rare to find that kind of part um, yeah. for a female. Actually, actually, it was a really
0: mm-hmm.
4: oh whatever. And I loved it so much. Just all the the, it's the the things I care about so much are are any gay story. I just. Anyway, Gay shit, I love gay shit. <laughs> all
1: right. Same. Same, but it was just improvy, wasn't it? And there was a, there was a, such a joy amongst us all. And as you were saying, yes. it mattered. And it was one of them shows that one of my favourite shows I've ever worked on, where I was just like, this. I care about this so much. I'm so committed yes. to this. And if they were like, we want to sign you up for ten years, I'd have been like, sign me up for twenty, because I can't imagine not wanting to be around these people and telling these stories.
4: Oh yeah, that's how I felt too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was. Uh, yeah, it was the other thing was I hadn't been the director, Andrew, he wasn't the director every time, um, obviously, or maybe not obviously, but he so um, it, I they don't always treat women on sets there's it truly is a thing with actresses that if it's not about someone wanting to have sex with you. You know, if you're not like a focus that way, Mm. then you're like, I'm a disgusting blob who's going to touch you. And people are like, "Eh, she touched me like that's going to be my bit. or whatever. And this was just to be able to be a full person. And he gave me so much. He trusted everybody. Mm -hmm. He loved everybody so much Mm -hmm. and was such a good. Anyway, it was a really um, now I'm I was depressed about it being gone. And now I'm just I'm at that old lady place of like, well, I'm glad it happened like I think it's a part
3: of it exactly
1: but it's still out there I mean over in the states it's on HBO go over here in the UK it's on uh, Now TV Sky Atlantic so it's there and people are discovering it and well I, I feel more and more it. and more
2: like over the last few years ev- every time I say I do a podcast and I do it with Russell they always go oh my god I've just discovered looking and it yeah. genuinely does seem we to two be two seasons and a movie but yeah. people
1: are finding it and binging it Yeah, and, and it's and, so and worth and getting doing. like furious that it, that's it
2: I know but I don't know if it is it I wonder if it will come back because yeah. the thing about it is I you are all so. adults in it it's not like you're all mm-hmm. like 14 years old in it you're adults so in a way you can bring it back and you can just be a bit further on in your lives do I you know what I mean I would love like, that I mean please let that happen
4: be so cool. I just remember, went, like the very like last scene we did. I remember that for the movie, mm. how Andrew was like w- when he said it was a wrap. He came in and he was like, "That's it. Looking's over. Like we're done." Mm-hmm. Like that was this is the very la- and he said it was such a. And normally they, n- they never do that. They're always like, "Well, you never know." Oh, right, I talked yeah. to somebody who thinks it's going to be a Christmas special. Like they never yeah. can give you just the final Fine like night. it's <laughs> over. You know yeah. they have to you know, blow a little smoke. But so I. But yeah, maybe. But Russell, you get do people know it in. um, uh, over in your land?
1: Yeah, so it was on, it was on Sky here, which is uh, and like a cable, pay force cable right, channel, and the then Sky, it's on yeah. Now TV, which is an app here now. So it's, so everybody listening, you can binge it and watch it. But it was, um, I don't know, it just didn't get, you know, that's the reason it didn't continue, I guess. It didn't get the audience figures, which they were hoping for. But
4: People I, are so divided about it. I get people also, I just worked on a show, actually, where the creator was like, the room will will get divided like you know two uh, two gay writers and then like a like an actor both like fighting about like you know i ugh i just thought it was so boring mm. like nothing happened and then somebody else is like how could you believe that I feel, I feel like it was so completely real that was, it was so like mm. but do you, i mean people are usually really um or they get upset because they didn't see themselves represented on the show. Yeah. Because well, you remember, was, like, we go to panels. That was the yeah,
1: that a gay blogosphere went crazy on it, didn't they? And they were just like, oh, yeah. they were like, it's boring, and it isn't us, and where am I? And then... That, and, yes. and, and that was the pilot, and then suddenly everyone had sort of made a decision i remember walking around san francisco and people are saying are you working here and i'm like yeah i'm doing looking and they're like oh yeah i've heard that's boring and i'm like have you seen it no <laughs> i'm like oh okay but the zeitgeist is it's boring okay yeah cool. it's amazing how important that kind of thing yeah is, word it? of mouth just was a bit like yeah. p- a few of the really powerful voices and in, in blog world just took it down and then they they sort of with a consensus for it and then when when people were behind it suddenly went oh no this show is fucking great it was like well, it's a bit late now because everyone's sort of you've you've shit all over it a bit.
4: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I was. I, I'm super proud of the show. I thought oh, it was all really and and now watching Jonathan Groff. Oh my God. And his like, I know, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. in he's Mind so good. Hunter. Oh my
2: God, he's so good in Mindhunter. He's brilliant. Oh, um, I
4: haven't s I have only seen a couple episodes of
2: that. Oh, you need to keep watching honestly, it's just he he's, he's 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 next level in that. Um there's another thing that I really bonded with you about, which is your love of Van Gogh, but also or Van Gogh, as some American um friends of mine. As Laura she said. But, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I think I say Van Gogh, but I think it's actually isn't it Van Gogh or something?
4: I think we're it's all Van, wrong. Uh, well, maybe. um in Holland it's Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've, got we've got it. it. Well, we've got it. Yeah, the Van thing home. that I really connected with you was a on that, and
2: also Willem defoe which is like Van Gogh, because um, you did a wonderful picture of him stood with two Van Goghs, and I was like, I love that. I love Willem. Oh, oh yeah, defoe. my
4: favorite men in all all in one room. Exactly, him and Van oh. Gogh. Yes, oh, love. I love any sort of like uh complicated, deep. Like when I lived in Amsterdam, I did a bunch of. Uh, experimental theater stuff just mm. weird like awesome like and with, with actors like Willem Diff, not of that caliber but like just people with those, that kind of face that intensity mm. and like, do you mean you like him like as an actor or you think he's hot or something?
2: I like okay. him as an actor but he was also like my teen crush because he was in yes. a few movies and I had like a proper crush on him I just oh, thought he too. was so handsome and I love I also and had a bit of a crush Lewis. on yes totally um...
1: not for me how did, you, like how, did you, uh, how did you come to Van Gogh then? How did that uh, Van Gogh, yeah, Van, exactly. Van Ho? When did Van Ho first enter your life? <laughs> we can't
4: talk about it if we don't get it right. It's really, it's hard to focus. Um, it was because of, um, uh, what was it? I was I just remember I was reading an, uh, a biography of his life. I think it was the big, I forget who wrote it, but it's a big one. This is back in like the, the almost 1990. And then I had a Dutch, I met a Dutch guy, this director, um, university and um who and i just remember being like oh my god i met this dutch guy and i'm re- telling him like i'm reading a biography about van gogh and i use that as a reason of like we should because we should uh, be together and um and then we were but i so i got into then i went i moved to um amsterdam like th- in the same year that i had read the biography and so oh, it, wow. and then i learned dutch a bit by reading it was really hard though because it's it's not Easy Dutch necessarily, but um, like read I'd read some of his letters in Dutch and then try to translate them. Like when I was trying to teach myself, mm-hmm. so I was I I full on jumped into the, I guess always always a bit isolated. Like I've always been a bit um outsidery, mm. and there is something about and I know it's been you know because I've had arguments with friends who are like I have a musician friend who's like you don't have to suffer to make art, and I'm like well if you want to make good art. <laughs> Um, if you want to be honest about like, just the human experience is pretty messy business as far as I like, and I didn't, I don't know, I just loved all the, I love the suicide stuff and the begging for money and, you know, and being all alone. And I just love it.
1: Did you, have you read the book and the portrait of Dr. Gachette? Which was um, no. Which is the portrait he did of his doctor, and then after he died, mm. basically there's this story that's told through the narrative and the the journey that this painting takes post death, where the collections go, who it goes to, what it was oh, wow. sold for, and then by the oh end, how much it sold for at auction, and what it is now, and you've basically track. His life through post his death through this painting. Wow, Dr. Keshe, it's an amazing book. That sounds great. It sounds brilliant,
4: amazing. Because his sister, can you read it to me?
1: (laughs) His brother's (laughs) wife took over his estate and looked after all of his paintings and kept them safe. And if it wasn't for her, in the same way that I think Lee Krasner was Jackson Pollock's kind of big champion, if it wasn't for her, then none of us would have heard of Van Gogh because he never sold a painting in his lifetime
4: having a champion that's what like when i've been uh i don't think about it as much as i when i was first single i was like i i i would you know definitely was not wanting to be single and now that i've gotten used to it which is that scary thing i've seen other people when they're just like i just can't imagine being with somebody like i like to have my you know i always put my toothpaste there and i couldn't imagine somebody <laughs> moving it to, like i now i'm a little <laughs> bit like that which is scary uh but to not have some i just feel like in order to get to put yourself out there if you are an artist and art it's you need somebody there to help you. You know, you yeah. need and I my ex husband was was pretty good about that. Um he was uh really supportive and definitely, you know, like you're my biggest fan. Um but also a big fan of the babysitter. So it was uh, complicated. Right, right. But um Which you, you, but didn't you not, write a book about all of that? Or I didn't did write you... a, a full book. It was a just a chapter. Book. Okay. It was like it was like an essay like comedic essays about my life, and one of them was about the the oh, affair, yeah, yeah. And then, but then when, we were, when I was promoting the book, it was always like, so, you know, your, your husband fucked the nanny. What did you do? What was she wearing when she came over? We can talk about something else later, but I just want to get this out real quick. Oh my and God. And then it would become like the whole interview would be oh, like, God. but yeah, but that was um, uh, super good material. He handed me amazing material, mm-hmm. yeah. I have to say, which is super nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you um, know, I, what I was... Think cool. about the portrait museum. Sorry, and I'll and I'll and I'll shut up. No. That um that I the same trip that I went to the portrait museum, I saw my my first art exhibit that I had I'd seen art museums. I'd never gone to see an, an exhibit of one artist, and it's all it, it was um uh, Edward uh, Munch? Yeah. Munch. Yeah, 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 Munch? yeah, yeah. yeah. Another
3: amazing.
4: And I, I had never seen um I, I only knew the scream right, but I had never seen his work, and I crying and crying. Really, at, um is it, super intense. It's a lot of like by the deathbed. You yeah. know, like girl alone staring at you in a forest, yeah. in the dark with long hair. Um, but that that kind of oh, I loved that. That that definitely. And uh, well, that, that energy's in your paintings. Too, totally, I was just it, about then? to I can say see that. that. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah
1: absolutely. Yeah. You said that. Oh, I know. And the, co- the color palette that. of Van Van Ho, Goch, and and. Munch, Munch is in, you know. There's a, definitely a combination of those two art heroes of yours are channeled into your work now. And also,
2: there's a few of the works which have like Van Gogh appearing almost sometimes. Like I sometimes think I see his face, and then also Frida Kahlo. I think there's one who's another great artist who's got an amazing life story.
4: Oh yeah, right. I know. I see. Sometimes I would reject. Like I remember, re- like I, loving Frida Kahlo, and then because everybody you know, I had her stuff. or was, like, so yeah. into her when I was in college. Yeah, that yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, she's all right, if you like. <laughs> um, but, no, I love her. I have so yeah. – and I also uh, – I was just looking at Noel um, – who's uh, – the – the- Fielding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you Fielding. two
1: have the same sort of dialogue. I I think we should get a show of his paintings and your paintings together. Oh, my God, together, that would be so and cool. And you should do, like, a talk on stage. Because I think you, oh you God. and Noel Fielding would be such an incredible – couple to show together
4: that's what i so i just went and that's one of the things i love about your podcast is that i always end up you know i I go look at people's work right and i introduced to people i didn't know and and his work i thought the same thing i was like oh that's somewhat similar Mm -hmm. there's a um i'm like i'm curious if his influences i should listen Mm -hmm. to the whole thing and i was listening to the podcast in the car with my son and i go you know who this is i go it's the guy who um uh, who hosts the, uh, the British baking show. Mm-hmm. And my son is 10. He's like, listens for a little bit. And then he goes, yeah, I don't think on the baking show they are really allowed to show their personality. So yeah, I, I like him. Like, because he didn't come across on the baking show as the person he sounded at all on mm-hmm. yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Did I just bash the baking show? Is that kind of sacred for you guys? <laughs> no, no, because <at> <laughs> I love that, that show.
1: National treasure. No, 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 totally. <laughs> yeah, if no, you guys are like, this is no, because really that's well, a job TV, there to present the thing. Yeah. This is his passion. But like yeah. in the same way that you've channeled uh, energies into art without being trained, he's done exactly the same. And for him, it's it's uh, a compulsive thing that he has to make this work. He has a little studio, and it's, yes, and he doesn't care. Like he said that when he makes them, he just doesn't give a fuck about them and he gives them away, basically. He sells them, gives them away and he doesn't even think about them. But then do you, how do you yeah. feel about them? Do you have like, oh, I wish I kept that one back or I don't want to sell this one or are you quite like, I've done no, that No,
4: the only one that I regret, not regret, but I have like, oh, is, and I guess I could go steal it back. I gave my manager this one. I found a, a dog painting that somebody had done and it was a really quirky, weird, like a bad poodle and it was a pretty bad painting and I found it and then I... Uh, sort of covered it up and did some other things to it. And then I titled it, I wrote on there, tell me everything. And it really looks like this poodle. You have to see it. It's kind of kitschy, but it's also, um, you don't have to see it. It's not required. (laughs) Please send it to us. We'll post Um, it on. Yeah. But I really, when I got done with it, I was so entertained by it. And you know, it's so like when you're enjoying your own stuff, it's so, for me, it's rare because I'm usually pretty critical. And I was like, this is awesome. And I gave it to my manager out of some weird guilt of like, I haven't booked for a long time. I should give her something. And I could tell she wasn't that into it. She was like, oh, fun. <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn it. Why and then every, she'd say to me like, oh, um, just so you know, like so and so, they liked it. They came in, they saw your painting, <laughs> they liked it. And I could tell that she's like, oh, God, I got to hang it up. My client gave it to me. You know, now Lauren's painting. What's next? You can take ballet. Are you a ballet dancer now, Lauren? <laughs> um, so that one, because t- only because I think, did she love it? Yeah. Like, does she really want it and love it? Because I don't want her to, you know. And I always tell people, too, when I've given them, I do not feel bad for a second about giving it away. Like, don't feel like, oh, God, Lauren gave it to me. I better, like, keep it in case she comes over. Like, for sure, just give it to somebody else. Do not, I have no um, attachment like that. Uh-huh. Uh, I was only selling them, too, for a while, just, just for, I was like, I got to make some rent. That's when I started to sell them during the pandemic, uh-huh. you know, just for mm. my surgeries. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you missing missing theatre? Are you fearful for...
4: Totally, aren't you?
1: Yeah, God, yeah. When they've announced that Broadway's not opening until like June 21 at least, it's just... And I was doing a play before lockdown. We'd just done eight previews and it got cancelled on Broadway. And it was like... It's just like, fuck, what the hell are we going to... What the hell's going to happen? I mean...
4: I know. It's going to come back. I am feeling this... It's funny because right before the lockdown, I was like, I'm not going to come out and perform for old white men in the front row who just spend the entire show looking at their hands the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, I am like, I look out in the audience and see people like staring. It's always older white men who like come to the theater to nap. It's like a planned nap time. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, I was getting so, starting to get tired of performing. And now that has been taken away from me, I'm like, I will never, ever treat it poorly again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I so miss it. I can't wait to get... Um, Back people sleeping. In front of, yeah, and get some people yeah. in the room. They're going to find ways to do it, right?
3: They've got to, yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: everyone's yeah. like... I think that's the thing about artists is that we adapt and nobody sits yes. around and waits for it to blow over and goes back to what they had before. Everyone's like, okay, right, so what do we do now? How do we do this now? And like yeah, what you're doing, exciting. making these paintings and stuff. If we hadn't had the, you know, the pandemic, then there's some art that's coming out and you're channeling something, some greatness that you might not have had the opportunity to do.
4: Totally, and I'm, I'm also... Yes, that that is true. And I'm I'm a fan of things falling apart. And I'm not saying I'm a fan of anybody who's lost, you know, like, oh, you're a fan of I lost my, my father. I'm like, yeah, I'm a fan of that. That's right. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. But I am a big fan of like, okay, so this happened instead of trying to like, you know, no, 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 everything's fine. We're going to like, you know, make it how it was, like is to let things, you know, mm. change. Evolve that's, that's and change. the only yeah. real thing. Yeah. i I love that shit. Mm. It's really all the. Do you, so you see about, art as therapy? I think it's all. I guess therapy a bit, right? All yeah. art, yeah. A, a little bit. Because when people ask me about the solo shows, they're always like, "Is it like therapy for you?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't know. It depends what therapist you go to. I guess um, uh, uh, it's all personal." And yes, I was going to say though, but a lot of your,
2: things, a lot of the things I've seen
4: you do are very personal. And very, you talk yeah, about yeah, being yeah, adopted, yeah, yeah. and you talk about. That's you know, all I have.
2: Yeah, all, all of these
4: issues, but yeah yeah I've, i'm I feel like there's nothing else to i don't know how to i don't know how to make stuff up and and right. the, the, just the idea of being a person is just so like oh my god okay so this is happening like i want to figure it's to examine it seems like um like i don't know I, i've I, my focus has always been like um like why I had a kid basically it was like mm. i want to see i want to watch a person figure out being a being a person mm. And, and then I forgot about like oh god I have to tell him about 9/11. Well I'm, I'll do that real quick over dinner, um, and then I'll get back to watching him evolve as a person. Mm-hmm. But I do love the like I used to read Carl Jung when I was younger, Not like yeah, just volumes of his early work when I was nine. <laughs> but, I, but I would because I just love the idea of watching yourself of and not in a, there's the self absorption of it all I guess, but it's also just like oh wow like this is what happens. Like I feel like I'm a mouse that so they're like okay so if I get you know, if someone taps me on the head for a whole day. How does that? You know, what happens to that mouse the next day? Like just to see what happens to the brain, and the, it's also fascinating. Mm-hmm.
1: So, have you been writing as well? Because uh, you're an award-winning playwright, and you've had
4: award-winning, yeah.
1: You've had many. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> many, many. You're like an author and a theatre artist, and yes, you're a playwright. Have, have you been uh, finding any uh, ways to create new shows?
4: Yes, a bit. Yeah. I have a show that I was working on right before the. Um, I was supposed to do it in LA with the uh, Arts Commission from Santa so Monica. Had, was it that one? N- no, that's a newer one. Oh, okay. That's a uh, well. That, that that commission stuff was to help help the, the show. Yeah, no, you're right. It was that. All right. <laughs> Jeez, I'm, again, not a real listener. I'm like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm <laughs> <tomorrow."> <laughs> it's hard to create. But I can come up with the ideas and all and do stuff, but I need to have that that another person like i need my director i need somebody to help uh you know bounce ideas off and stuff so i'm i'm always i always have a, I feel like i always have a uh, i have always have a show going there's always a solo show that's either halfway done done and i do, always have something and then um before i guess before i can get into a theater I'm, i'll keep doing i guess painting and stuff to to get by but yeah and i think we gonna do it on zoom do as oh yeah wow. a zoom play Right, That seems yeah. like a thing to do. Yeah, amazing. Um, Robert, you just do Zoom play.
1: Yeah, Robert. That, did right? you? Yeah, no, I've done. No, I, I, did I a didn't. Play reading. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't do a Zoom I play. I did. A, yeah, did a um, play like a uh, like a book read, like a play reading. Yeah, with all of us doing it, recorded it. Yeah, called the understudy. That's right. Play we reading, like, like right. you, were,
4: you had the scripts in front of you. Yeah, but we
1: recorded it. so It went out. It was like a, an audio radio play, but they put they put it out uh, in two parts. Week apart, and it was like a theatrical event. And it had like Stephen Fry was narrating it, and, and it Sarah, was, Hadlam, was Sarah Hadlam was it. So it, it yeah. was really, um, it was really like right at the start of lockdown. So it felt like, again, like how artists are trying to still keep you know exploring and coming up with stuff and keeping it fresh. And that felt like exciting. So, yeah, absolutely, I think you should be doing that.
4: Yeah, I like, I love. I love watching some of those they, and I've done a bunch of like storytelling stuff and, you know, on Zoom, a couple of Zoom performance stuff. That moment when you shut it off, like when you're doing it, it's great. You're in the moment of like, and then you're like, well, that's over. Leave the meeting. And then you're like, Phoonk. yeah, and you're alone. And the, that, that moment is so, like I, I tell people when I'm, when I've been teaching, I'm like, just get ready, who are, when I'm helping them with performance stuff, I'm like, get ready for the moment of end of meeting. Because it really, you hear this like definitely the you know that's suicide watch 2020, like I mean it's not that bad, but I mean mm-hmm. the loneliness that you can feel yeah. when like when it's all gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a big sort of that's... withdrawal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah have I, is everybody, have everybody is everybody sad? No, the
1: <laughs> we can never be sad talking to you. We
2: we ask every guest two questions. Oh, One oh, is shit. if you could do an art heist and take home. Any artwork from a museum or someone's house or anything from you your like manager. it could be, or your manager. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to steal from some lesbians and in it Seattle could be as big as anywhere. you like. It could be giant or it could be tiny. Um, what artwork would you take home?
4: Um, if you had people who only said their own work, like I would take all of my work back. <laughs> no one's ever <laughs> no actually one actually one said that. That. I don't think. that would be so awesome. Just something to you know to masturbate to. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I have it, and I don't remember what it was called, and I don't know why it's still in. I guess I was too nervous to think about having a Van Gogh. I don't think I want one in my home. It doesn't seem right. You just think you I can it. And this thing I have, I can show it to other people, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, I don't want that. Okay, good. I don't want to be greedy. Um, I think I've really shown how very humble I am. Um, uh, the, you know Laura Owens? Is yeah, that her name yeah, right? yeah. Yes. She does this. I saw this piece at the Whitney. This is a while ago. Yeah. Um, I remember that Whitney trip so well because every time my friend Dan would take my picture, he'd be like, Put your teeth away. Because I have an overbite when I smile. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Let's do it. Let's do a photo with, but put the teeth back. And I'm like, Oh, gay. <laughs> <Ugh>, gay man. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, but the other thing about that trip, besides me, Put Your Teeth Away, is um, uh, Laura Owens says it's one of a horse. It's just a big, and just the scope of it and yeah. the colors of it. And I wish I knew it was called, but her work, all of her work, I was one of those like, oh, that's an option. You can do. Work. I I love the option. show. I it? like the
1: room where you could stand on one side, and then it would be all panels. And as you got as you moved around, they would all form the picture of one image. But yeah. there was like nine panels or something going across the room. Do you remember that?
4: Oh, I remember that, but I can't. It, but I don't remember the image. Oh, Pots Well, it was real. more. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it was. Uh, it was like it was. It's typical. Uh, Laura Owen's mark making in it, and there was text in there as well in that sort of Photoshop oh, yeah. style she has. But if you if you stood at a certain section, it would all line up, and you'd be able to read the message. I'm oh, a that, that was quite genius. impressive.
4: Genius. I also like the writing I like when there's when there's text on stuff too, which is I love. I I also it's so basic, but I love not basic Basquiat. I'm, I'm yeah. maybe I would take. But
1: that, again, phase. Basquiat is in in your work as it is Noel Fielding's so is a major influence on his work.
4: Yeah, but I got, I, I get somebody, I was mailing a painting to somebody who bought, it, and this guy in the in the mail store, you can see how, how it's probably better I'm alone, I'm so easily influenced by people's words, but the uh, this guy in the mail store goes, uh, doing a painting, and he goes, can I see it? And I was like, I don't feel safe, this does not seem like a safe environment to show him the painting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, it's just something, um, and I'm like, say I didn't do it, like, just be like, oh, it's my friend, she's in a hospital, you oh, here <laughs> um, no, but I Showed him to it, and he goes, oh, yeah, he goes, a lot of Basquiat. He goes, that's always people when they first start painting. Boy, you always got to do the old Basquiat. Like, he was mocking the idea that that's all you beginner painters. And I had a moment of, like, I bet this guy um, wishes he was a painter, and he's taking mm-hmm. out his frustration on me because mm-hmm. he's not able to um, have – Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> yes, I do love Basquiat, and I saw that influence too in, the, in Noel's work. Yeah. My my co-star mm-hmm. for which show after you bring me out and then I'm going to do that solo show and then we're going to get that so those surgeries.
1: <laughs> to look <laughs> I mean, the same. <laughs> right. So the, the other question yeah. we ask is what is your favorite color and why, Lauren?
4: Oh, I wish I would have um, done a workshop on this so I really would know the truth. Um, the, my favorite color, my son's always asking me this and I'm like, I don't know, what's it matter? Here's $5. Um, <laughs> uh, I... I guess my favorite color is, is like a, uh, like oh, uh, nice orange,
1: like a burnt, uh,
4: a bit, a bit. It really depends. I can't, again, I'm not, it's, it's but not the, not the super, super, not the like sort of Ikea orange. Right. right. Mm. But yeah, I think more of a, more of a reddish, you're right, reddish orange perhaps, but I do love that. Love and why, that, why, that. why orange? What does it make you feel? I think it's just a live color. It just feels really like, like a real. Um, it feels uh, the energy to it is really high. I guess totally, yeah. Seems like I, a, I I think a, it's a the own. most like
2: vibrant color there is. It's such a great color. It's like energized, yes, it isn't is. it?
4: Yes, yes, and that's what I was. Yes, and I used to. I like red too, but it's it's you know within reason. I'm not insane. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> does anybody say like I like? Have you had anybody like black? Yeah. No, yes, we've had a few people, a few people say people that. Yeah.
2: Black. And a few really obscure yeah. ones where you don't actually know what the colour is they're t- yeah. talking about. Where it's like, what is that even a colour? Like, oh, how do yeah, you know yeah. the name? Do you pretend like, that you know,
4: or do you go we're like? we like, that? oh, wow. pre- oh yeah, I know that colour. Yeah, yeah, I love I that colour. T- I've got a shirt in that colour. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> melanbala. I love melanbala. I have it. I was at a. A kid's party yesterday, and this, this woman, everyone's like trying to find things to talk about with is you know, these people that you're not really friends with, but your kids are friends with. And somebody had a conversation started that I was so excited about, but it didn't go anywhere because no one, uh, no one, you know, kicked the ball back to her. But she was like, you guys, you know that they announced the new color. There's somebody who, there's some organization that comes up with colors. Pen-tone. Color titles. Or co- yes. yes. He goes, she goes, Pantone has announced the new color and the color is period. <laughs> and it's it's a it's a a red like a deep red it looks like period blood and listen i love that kind of, i was just like oh yes oh, wow. was like period blood and i thought that was awesome and everyone was like oh it you know what i noticed that um that area has got uh, the grass is growing over there like people immediately were like nope we're not talking about this color of period and i oh, wow. I, was like, I think that's really Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Next, like, diarrhea. Have you heard about diarrhea?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd like to know what the colour of like chlamydia is or something when they release that. Chlamydia. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is
3: Period. legendary.
1: All right. Oh. So what? What? So people are going to go to at this one is titled, and they're going to go to at Lauren Weedman on Instagram. But what should if you if one thing that you would love people to um see you in or or to look at or to learn about you what would that be
4: to be honest right now that i mean that's the the art thing would be so fun because i I do tend to just the the same people keep you know buying it and seeing it and i that would be fun if if it was like to a wider audience could be i think would be fun uh, so I think just that, and and I'll when I have my my show and stuff, my when I do the Zoom show, I will be announcing that on Instagram. So Amazing. I think that's the best way. Amazing. Feel that kind awesome. of stuff. Amazing. Well, we will be over, sharing. I guess they could come over.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're going to be sharing away and then yeah, so if your your paintings are all $200 each, but then after talk art hopefully we can raise you up a little about bit to 250 250 <laughs> each. But um this has just been the best talking to you. Oh, oh my I god, love it. so good and to catch up with for everyone
2: listening, we're going to post images on our Instagram um of Lauren Weedman's paintings and you can visit at this one is titled yeah. on Instagram and you'll be able to see the incredible many faces. have been created during lockdown and onwards um and i love them and uh, we need to get one we need to get one each we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna gonna put in our orders we're
4: gonna dm you oh yeah (laughs) with our with definitely to adjust those prices yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) it'd be amazing i act like i'm like oh i don't care about money and the first time i I talked to you off of here i'm just like they actually are seventeen (laughs) thousand. i didn't want to see that on the air because I didn't want people to think but yeah thank you so much Russell yeah thank oh, you so um, good you guys thank you so much I was so looking for thank you for doing this podcast as well oh it's been oh, so lovely I love it I love oh, you guys we love you oh, thank you
2: and hopefully we get to see each other in real life yeah.
1: like
4: that's isn't, amazing. Isn't yeah. amazing yeah we've
1: got to sort it out and I'm going we'll to mention out. that to Noel we're going to have to link that up as well big time but thank okay. you so much please thanks everyone for, thank for listening thanks for listening we'll be back very
3: soon bye